everyone. Welcome back inside Centura Health Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, the Broncos welcome the Los Angeles Rams to town for their first joint practice. So we'll hear from head coach Sean Payton, quarterback Russell Wilson, and cornerback Pat Sertan as they discussed how the day went. All that and more coming up. Broncos welcome the Los Angeles Rams to town today for their first joint practice and head coach Sean Payton detailed what he thought about today's work. We'll have a lot of film to cover obviously. Um, I thought overall just again I'm on half the field. Um, we got two real good special team periods done and then quite a bit of teamwork with a seven on seven finished with a two minute drill. Uh, I would say I don't want to guess how many plays but a lot of plays run. In, in a pretty short period of time. I thought both teams handled it really well. We also heard from quarterback Russell Wilson today as he discussed what he likes about these joint practices. It's great to, you know, go against another great team. Um, you know, it's uh, for them to come out here and let's get that work. You know, we, we always go against each other and we make it competitive as possible, but to go against another team, um, you know, obviously I, you know, I've played the, the Rams a bunch and just been around those guys a bunch and a lot of great coaching coaches and players and everything else, but um, you know, it's also great uh, for us players to just wake up in the morning and know that hey, we, we, got, we got a little competition today. Let's get after it. So that was great. And according to Sean Payton, these joint practices are so valuable for players that are competing for roster spots. You get different looks. So you, you get used to your own team, your own defense, your own offense, and you get a whole new set of formations, defensive fronts. Um, obviously, you, you get um, a whole new set of players that do things differently. Um, so, you know, in a game, you're going to get things that maybe you haven't covered. And, and you know, today I'm sure we're going to look at plays both sides of the ball that um, that we haven't seen because either our offense doesn't run them or our defense doesn't play it. But I think the that variety is important. And then uh, and then it also allows you. I mean, these are huge reps for so many players that are competing for roster spots. So. Um, these practice snaps uh, are invaluable. You know, this this would be like a preseason game, really, when you look at the snaps. Plus, cornerback Pat Sertan also talked about the joint practice today and the challenges that the Rams' offense presented. Oh, it was pretty cool going against another team um, instead of hurting each other, you know. <laughs> just joking. But, uh, yeah, I think it's just good work, good competition. Um, you know, just seeing different things schematically. Um, against different teams. So. Yeah, a lot of shifts, a lot of motions, a lot of pre-snap uh, motions, you know. And us as a defense, you know, um, we really got to focus on and hone in on communicating, uh, our eyes, leverage, you know, little things like that against the offense, you know, like that, that does a lot of those things. So, you know, that's the main thing we got to work on, you know, just pre-snap communication and eyes and leverage. So Russell Wilson also detailed whether he thinks the team gets more out of these joint practices than preseason games. I think both matter. I think anytime you step between the white lines, whether it's a walkthrough practice, a game, um, you, you should have the same mentality, you know, and that's to get better every day. And we're looking for in incremental gains every day, you know. Um, and so, um, you know, just having having gratitude to play the game that we love, knowing that you get to do it with your teammates and um, and, and, and get better. And, and we know we all we're all fighting for one thing. And, uh, you know, we want to be able to to win to win the West. And we want to be able to to also, you know, go to the playoffs and win the whole thing. That's our mentality. But it takes a lot of hard work. You know, it takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of time. 
Uh, everybody talks about those 10,000 hours. It takes it takes even more sometimes. So we, we, we're, we're working our butts off every day. And last but certainly not least, Randy Gratishar was named as a senior finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's class of 2024. Randy Gratishar was here at Centura Health Training Center today and talked to the team following practice. He also discussed what this honor means to him. It's like, wow, where do I start? Where do I begin? And this is just a... A great, great honor, and uh, first I want to thank uh, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for giving me this opportunity and uh, for the amazing honor of going into the uh, NFL Hall of Fame. And the possibility of get, getting there was always about God's timing in my mind, and so it took a little while, but I'm um, just very, very glad and very happy in order to um, have this experience and uh, being part of helping represent the Orange Crush Denver Bronco name and uh, being part of that for sure. And uh, that, as you most, most, everybody knows, that started back in 1977. And uh, I give a lot of credit to Joe Collier, a defensive coordinator coach of, uh, for creating, for creating that 34 defense and uh, allowing me to be part of that over my 10 years of playing with the Broncos and the Orange Crush. So uh, very, very glad about that. Both head coach Sean Payton and cornerback Pat Sertan congratulated Randy on this accomplishment as well. I think the first item of business would be, you know, congratulating Randy Gratishaw, um, becoming a finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame that we just had a chance to introduce him to our team and kind of read through his statistics, um, years played, never missing a game. Um, it's pretty remarkable. So congratulations to him and his family and, and those teammates that were part of a, um, a lot of great defenses and certainly real good, real good teams later in his career. You know, just to understand the culture of Broncos history, but also, you know, give props to a dude, um, you know, that played at a high level um, back in his day. Um, said nine pro ball. Uh, Pro Bowls, um, one of the defensive player of the year. So um, a lot of credit goes out to him, you know, and that's a huge thing for him making the Hall of Fame. So, you know, congrats to him. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio is Broncos lead writer, Eric Delala. Eric, the first joint practice with the Rams in the books now. Overall, what would you just think of today's practice? Yeah, I said um, some up and down, I think. You know, obviously when you're going against another team, you've got to – come out there and, and match that energy. And I think as things went along in practice, the Broncos got better there. Um, listen, this is a group that's worked together in the Rams for a long time. So mm -hmm. you've got kind of a polished offense um, with Matt Stafford piloting that group, Cooper Cup out there. Right. Um, Pat Sertan talked a little bit about how maybe it wasn't perfect in the early going, but the Broncos defense responded a little bit. Um, saw some good pressure by some guys, Nick Benito, one of the guys that probably would have gotten through for a sack under game conditions. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side of the field, you know, I think from an offensive standpoint, there were there were plays, and especially in the move the ball periods later in practice, um, the Broncos' offense held its own, uh, did a decent job there. It wasn't wasn't one sided, I don't think, in either direction. Um, the biggest thing will be how do you respond the next day, which is what Sean Payton talked about and said he was over on the offensive field and said, "Hey, I, I did see." Too many pre-snap penalties, uh, too many penalties in general. Mm -hmm. um, so as he goes back and watches the film, it's all about how does Thursday compare to Wednesday's work. But there were there were some highlights. Said Cortland Sutton caught a nice touchdown pass during seven on seven. Um, Albert O was all over the place. So some guys certainly ma made some plays 
Eric, you mentioned, you know, Albert Okuebenom. We haven't really talked a lot about him this training camp. You know, I know head coach Sean Payne said he's had a really good week. What have you just seen from him, you know, as training camp and preseason has progressed? Yeah, he, he's a guy that obviously has the the talent, right? And he's mm-hmm. flashed. I think it's about consistency. Um, he's a guy that it's going to into a pivotal role, or excuse right. me, pivotal year in yeah. his career. Um, and the way the depth chart is stacked up right now, he's obviously a little bit farther down than he would probably like to be. It's Mm -hmm. about taking advantage of this week and these opportunities and showing, hey, I I can be a guy that can contribute to this football team. Um, Sean Payton talked about that in general, that guys know what's at stake. You don't have to say a whole lot when you get to within a week of roster cutdowns, but Alberto is certainly a guy that um, we know has talent, and now Mm -hmm. it's just – you know, how does he fit into the overall picture and where do they view him within that tight end group? But you're right. right uh, Sean Payton did say he's, he's uh, had a nice stretch here. Yeah. You know, Eric, when you look at these joint practices, how, how beneficial do you think they are in comparison to some, you know, the preseason games, especially for the first team? Units? Yeah, huge. Um, yeah. I mean, you just get way more reps right. and it's even far more beneficial than any normal practice because you watch a normal practice out here. The ones might get four reps and then the twos will get four reps and threes will get the same number and then boom, you move on in the next period. Whereas Mm -hmm. you're watching them out there and the twos and threes are still getting work, but they're just running through plays and guys are getting a lot more action, a lot more snaps um, because you've got the Rams offense and the Broncos defense on one field and the, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, vice versa on the other field. And so you're just getting a lot more work. You get to see it different skill sets from guys, you know, different talent profiles. And then from a schematic standpoint, it's entirely different as well. Um, So that's, that's beneficial, I think, to this team and the work they can get in, especially when you say, okay, well, Russell Wilson, for example, plays 20 snaps the first game. He plays what 13 snaps. I believe the second game may play one series at most in this game. And so he's just getting way more work. And Sean Payton even said, Hey, we saw some guys get a little bit tired out there because it's more plays than you would yeah. play in a normal game. Right. Um, but it, it it just kind of gives you another way to evaluate. And it's you know, no one practice or one game, I don't think, is going to decide who makes the roster and who doesn't. It's mm-hmm. about the whole body of work. And this is just another example of a, a way that the Broncos can get some information on these guys. Eric, you kind of touched on this earlier, but looking ahead to tomorrow, what are you going to be looking for, you know, for this offense, for this defense? Yeah. It's it's about how you respond from today's practice. And again, yeah. it's not like the Broncos were um, demolished out there or anything. I do right. think there were times when the Rams got the better of the Broncos and there were times when the Broncos got the better of the Rams. It was back and forth. Mm-hmm. But how do you, you know, both teams are going to say, okay, we got to come out better than we were yesterday. And so how do you stack up tomorrow? What's the energy like? What's the effort like? Defensively, are things a little tighter in terms of assignment? Um, and, uh, you know, those coverages, we heard Pat Sertan talked about reading those keys and, and being on um, just kind of at that, that highest level that you can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do they, are they able to do that defensively and then offensively, you know, can, can you string together drives? Can you avoid the drops that we saw yeah. um, some guys struggle with on this Wednesday? Those are the, you know, the pre-snap penalties. Can you get rid of those? Those are the things that you want to um, see improve. And, and part of that is again, mental and a yeah. focus thing and an effort thing. And so, mm-hmm. Um, I'll be I'll be interested to see how the team responds because in a vacuum I think it's really hard to evaluate one joint practice Definitely. when you have a second have one, one to compare it with it becomes a lot easier to say okay did the Broncos improve did they take a step backwards was it about the same and this is kind of where they're at right now those things become a lot more clear when you see that second day. Definitely. 
Well, Eric, in other news, you know, we heard from Randy Gratishar earlier in the show, you know, as he was named a senior finalist uh, for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2024. I mean, so deserving, right? It was great to hear from him. Yeah, great to hear from him. Obviously, a former defensive player of the year, nine mm-hmm. Pro Bowls. And this is a guy who should have been in a long time ago and right. will still have one more step to go. Uh, mm-hmm. He's one of three senior finalists, have to be approved by the whole selection committee, um, you know, early next year for next year's class. So uh, hopefully he takes that final step. Um, you know, it's not quite a, a rubber stamp, but you feel good about yeah. his chances there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, really good football player in his own right. And then the fact of the matter is the Broncos had nobody from that 1977 team in the Hall of Fame. And I think that wow. I saw a stat that every team that has made a Super Bowl up to 2003, I believe, has at least one representative in the Hall of Fame. And so that Super Bowl team, uh, the Orange Crush defense, it was just a huge omission uh, that nobody from that team was represented in Canton. That's surprising. Randy, Randy Gratishar not only represents himself and all the great things he did and the, the heck of a football player he was, mm-hmm. but all of his teammates, all of those great guys that made up the Orange Crush defense. So certainly a really exciting uh, day for him and for the organization. Certainly exciting for him, for the Denver Broncos organization as well. Congratulations to him. And Eric, really appreciate you joining the show today. You got it, Sid. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now, Broncos Country. I'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for another episode tomorrow. I'll see you all then.